Hey everyone, it's Jorge Cuervo. Make sure you smack that notification bell so you're up to date with everything that we do. Party nerds, go! You're listening to Party Nerds Weekly. Party nerds in the building, guys. Give it up. Oh my goodness. First of all, everybody, okay, probably just lost a damn mind. Um, uh, real quick, I'm just going to introduce the guests. Uh, we got a special guest tonight, aside from Bravo the Bearded One and the Wizard Grandmaster himself, James, and Jorge on the controls. Give it up for Samantha. Uh, first of all, Samantha, I never knew you trained Jedi because you got uh, Grogu right there on your back. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. <laughs> Arnell, we're not conforming, man. His name's not Grogu. It's still Baby Yoda. Uh, you know what? It's Grogu. No, I like, I like calling him the asset. I'm not converting, okay? We don't call Santa Claus Saint Nick. He's Santa Claus, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> we changed that from Odin. He used to be Odin. <laughs> so let's get into uh, the last episode, which, first of all, in your brain, when you saw the week before when they showed uh, Sokotano, weren't you thinking, like, you can't beat this episode? Like, this episode was the greatest. Yeah. And then it's almost just like because uh, Dave Filoni directed the first one, John Favreau had to come and one-up his friend like, oh, you want to see a good episode, huh? How about this? What did you guys think about the last episode? Who, who's going first? Because I was about to say. Uh, it, look, for, for as little of amount of, like, clarity, for one, usually in a Mandalorian episode, they tend to go through a lot of traveling, and there's just, like, a whole bunch of worlds that are basically going. This The setting was one spot. As soon as, as, soon as uh, Mando flies in, that's literally where all this place takes place. And, and it's preluding back to that past episode where uh, Ahsoka Tana basically told him to take him to this, this rogue planet where they had to put um, Grogu on, <laughs> on the, what is that, the singing stone? What the hell is that? So uh, on Tython, there's the seeing stone, um, which is, uh, Tython itself is a very force-heavy, uh, planet in legends it's actually where uh people first started learning the secrets of the force so is this like for first republic type shit um so this is the first time we're seeing it in canon but mm -hmm. um it is a core world so it's like right there around where uh uh coruscant is and like closer to uh the galactic center which is uh a huge travel um, hyper, hyperspace travel area. So it, it's more like this is the first and only time we've seen it. So it's hard to say where they're going to go with it. If you're familiar with uh, Star Wars Rebels, at one point, the uh, Bendu named the light side and the dark side, Asha and Boggan, and those are actually Tython's moons. So Samantha, let me ask you a question because um, before Mandalorian, were, were you always a Star Wars fan or did Mandalorian get you into Star Wars? No, no, no. I've been a Star Wars fan since I'm very, very small. Um, I'm still before, very small. Be before... <laughs> it was very cool. Um, but yeah, and, and I love everything pretty much. Like I've watched the TV shows that Rebels is one of my favorites. I, I can't decide if I like Clone Wars or Rebels better. I kind of struggle with that, but 
always been a Star Wars fan. So now let me let me let me ask you then. So in this episode, being a long time, and I, I guess I can bring this out to everyone, being a long time Star Wars fan, you remember when we were kids, every we always had the little figurines and stuff yes. like that. But Boba Fett was always that one character who was never he was popular because fans made him popular. It's not because George Lucas wanted him to be popular. Yes, that is slave one. So in how he died in Return of the Jedi was almost kind of like a punk. Wouldn't y'all agree? He, he didn't die, man. Oh, sorry, I got to reprogram myself. I got to reprogram. That is, like, like, we said, like we said a couple podcasts ago, the 40-year-old fan theory of him in Return of the Jedi fall, falling into that pit and everybody assuming that he, he died. The fact that he actually showed himself in that first episode, like, should invigorate anybody to resume any type of fandom that they had in Star Wars if they lost any within the sequels that, that were happening because that storyline has been on people's minds for that long. Mm. Yeah, the, uh, you know, George Lucas didn't know how popular Boba Fett was going to be. Um, you know, at first he was just going to be a special type of stormtrooper um, where his armor was all white. Um, then they decided to make him a little grittier and make him a bounty hunter. Um, and then obviously later on, we got the whole story with the clones. Mm -hmm. um, but even in the expanded universe, they had him survive the Sarlacc pit. Wait, so did he uh, get really popular when the toys came out? Let, let's, just, let's just say this about him. His outfit was the coolest shit. Right, yeah, it's, right. It's kind of like in football, be like, oh, why do you like the Raiders? Because they wore black and silver. It was the coolest, 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 coolest uniform. He had the coolest design look. He had a jetpack. He had a wrist He rocket. looked the coolest. Yeah, he was very mysterious. He he didn't speak a lot. No. He was the only person that Darth Vader spoke to with some semblance of respect. No disintegration. No incinerations. As you wish, my lord. <laughs> yeah, and, and and the great the great part, another part about this episode is, oh, or let me ask you a question. Throw it out there. How do you think that they portrayed Boba Fett now in the Mandalorian? Do you think it connects smoothly to the uh, episode four, five, and six, and like how he was in A New Hope in uh, Empire Strikes Back: Return of the Jedi? Or do you think that they changed his character? Or do you can you see this being Boba Fett in the future? Well, you could say they changed the character because there's more dialogue. He didn't have a lot of dialogue. He was all action. Like, he was all about kicking some ass, being the bounty hunter that he is, capturing anybody that you need to get captured, and that was his that was his quota. He made his dollars doing that. Gotcha, bitch. Exactly. I mean, I mean, so, and so Samantha, let me ask you, like, so, because you, as a kid, were you the girl that typically had all the Barbie dolls, and uh, did you, or did you have Star Wars figures? Did you have no, a No, I, I that? had Star Wars figures. I was all about Star Wars when I was young, and, and, and Marvel and all that stuff. I was, you know, more on the tomboy side with toys. <laughs> so, and so now, uh, so let me ask you, do you think that they portray, like, Boba Fett was straight up sad. Let, let's get the yes. point. He was savage as hell in this episode. Like he oh, yeah. wasn't like just kind of just shooting. He was bludgeoning. Like literally, one stormtrooper was all twisted on the ground. Like he was jacking him up. <laughs> yeah, and let, let's just let's just say, empathy for stormtroopers. Good God, man. Yeah. For for, for how long since 1977 they've been getting their ass whooped like this? this yeah. Hard. Who trains these stormtroopers? They're terrible. They're just terrible. <laughs> They don't know how to shoot. 
They they continuously get get beat up or stabbed, killed, maimed. You know what I'm saying? They're pretty much there for display for the empire. Yeah, their armor sucks too. Like they always die. <laughs> Yo, right? Wait a minute. How come the stormtroopers like you got the empire, which should have a lot of money? Remember, based on the old sort of team taking over, they get the worst. Like they might well be wearing tank tops. You want the actual answer? I know the actual answer. Okay, nerd, go but ahead. Are you going to say his uh, future Tupperware outfits that they're wearing? <laughs> no, so their armor actually does protect somewhat about, uh, against blaster bolts. It won't uh, incinerate the flesh. The problem is, is it does superheat um, and it can cause some shrapnel. They go with the cheapest because with stormtroopers versus clone troopers, stormtroopers were meant more to just incite fear and overwhelm with the numbers, much like how the droid army was more about a battle of attrition. Um, so with stormtroopers, it was, hey, they don't need to be outfitted with the most because they're going to overwhelm everyone. Layman's terms, plastic. <laughs> because I mean, Mando, he got, um, what do you call the metal he has on him? They couldn't even penetrate him. It's just like, you know what? Stormtroopers would be tough if you could actually get them protected. But this episode, they were like ragdolls. I was almost embarrassed for them. It was pretty bad. No, I, I like it's definitely just to overwhelm people with numbers because there's so many of them. And like in the Clone Wars, I feel like it was very different. Like they had more skill, they had better armor, but this is just to like, overwhelm you because you have to come at all of them and it's just strength in numbers that's all it really is with them now another thing about this episode too which i really liked and i don't know if you guys agree but it actually like some episodes of mandalorian you have to re remind yourself as part of the star wars universe you saw the stormtroopers you saw the slave one uh, uh ship in the air so you saw all of your childhood uh triggers on the screen. And so didn't that, like, what, how did you feel watching it when you saw these things? Overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. I, I it was a lot. <laughs> it was too many things happening at one time. But as soon as, as soon as you see Slave One, you're like, oh my God, it's happening. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, what did you do when you saw Slave One? Uh, I screamed, what the fuck, in a very high-pitched manner that <laughs> caused my fiance to look over at me and go, well, I guess that's important. <laughs> as far as nostalgia pieces go i mean shit now we really can sell some toys well and it's funny how Boba Fett really he didn't fit the armor like he used to i mean no, he, he got, got a little got older armor in the beginning with the, with well, the, the cloth and shit people were pointing that out and it's like well yeah canadically it's fucking 20 years later like, i put on a little bit of weight so uh <laughs> I don't get the top of this outfit on the bottom of it's gonna have to just like hang in the ship. And, and now, now let, let let me let's talk about Grogu when he was a member. So, and Ahsoka was saying in the last episode how if you put him on the uh, the stone or whatever, it will call in a Jedi or possibly a Sith. So, is, is it kind of ironic that when Grogu was on there, that um, uh, Moff Gideon's ship came? Do you think like that? Did his summoning work? Uh, isn't that what the stone was for? Summoning Place, someone yeah. to train him? Place no. your bets, guys. Is it a Jedi or a Sith? He's going to become bad or good? But, but this is the thing. I'm they gonna they, say they Jedi. put a tracking device on the Falcon. Yeah, uh, yeah I was going to say, remember, the they, said they have a tracking device. Yeah, they had a tracking device on there. So that's why Moff is there. But the thing is, the call out could reach anywhere. So you you obviously don't know who you're going to get in the next few episodes. And from what we're hearing, like the next, was it next four or five episodes? Well, they're saying it'll be better than 
the entire Star Wars cinematic universe, which I am not going to say is far-fetched. Well, here, here's the thing to remember. We have, uh, as far as definites out there, we have Luke, we have Asaka, which, I mean, I mean Ahsoka, she's already uh, connected with him, though. Um, we have a possibility of Ezra Miller. I hope I mean, so. I hope Ezra. so. <laughs> we have a possibility of Cal, although I've said this before. I think Cal is probably dead by that'd, this time. That'd be dope as hell if it's Cal. <laughs> but who's going to play him? You can find anybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's also the possibility, since they said that they're launching the Mace Windu series, for well, it to I, be I, Mace Windu. We all know in Star Wars, just because you fall doesn't yeah. mean you're Right. Uh, um, Darth Maul, Palpatine, and two comes comes back. Who knows if it might even be Darth Maul, or, or we too it far could even be. Well, no, Maul is dead by now. Maul's dead okay. before season. Four, I mean, episode four. Okay. But there is a possibility of um, Mace was actually the one that saved him because Mace was thrown out before Order sixty six happened. So it could be a possibility of another connection. We still don't know who the volunteer is. My working theory is that it's the uh, Padawan that tried to frame Ahsoka for the bombing. Uh, oh. Oh, in uh, Clone Wars. Barris. Barris, yes. Because we don't see her as an Inquisitor. And that would be my, my only guess as for a route because we know she's not, wow. we didn't get any confirmation that she's dead. She hates the Jedi mm. and she is powerful. So... Uh, if she's not an unnamed inquisitor that we haven't seen already, then she's going to be most likely the volunteer. Ooh. Um, the other <laughs> brother, you're getting Sam all excited. She's like, ooh, say more bitter one. <laughs> the other thing that I really like that this episode put a major emphasis on with bringing Boba into uh, Mando's services is that. It's now that we've seen several different ways of Mandalorians, and we've seen the item that unites all of Mandalore. I think the series finale, not the season, the series finale is building up to the reunification and take back of Mandalore. Oh, yeah. 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 I think you saw that with um, uh, Bo-Katan and basically mm -hmm. how that was all going to derive and come back to full circus. Because it seems like she's on a bigger mission than a lot of people. But I don't think it's going like. to be Bo-Katan. I think oh, it's going to be I'm just saying, yeah. as far along as it's going to go, she's going to form some forces. Oh, like, yeah. The I mean, they've, they're pretty much in unification. If you remember season one, when they all joined up to help him mm -hmm. earlier he's in that got He's got the best the word is out. Uh, spear, so now he has a weapon that he can fight the Darksaber with. Mm -hmm. Once he kills Moff Gideon, he'll be the rightful owner of that Darksaber. I can't help but to think, like, what all of us talking, first of all, we all know that Hollywood, uh, social media is not good at keeping secrets, because even oh. us, when, when a, if we can't be home to watch the premiere Mandalorian, you have to stay off of social media. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. someone is going to try to destroy your life. I say this because just imagine I'm, I'm in the world of what if right now. What would you do hypothetically? Like you said, um, at, at the end of the episode, uh, the la the last uh, episode of the season, you know, you see like almost a Jedi head down, and they turn around, and you actually see Sam Jackson, like you said, Bravo, as Mace Windu. Mm -hmm. What would the fan reaction be? Do you think everyone would lose their brain? Yeah, I feel <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, I think Mandalorian has has garnered that respect. Whereas, like when we first heard about Emperor Palpatine for the last movie, we were all excited. But then, like 
as time went on, we kind of started getting suspicious. And then, you know, we, we all know how that story ended. But I think that The Mandalorian, if they did show Mace Windu, the hype would continue all the way till uh, the next uh, season started because they we can afford them that um, trust. Yeah. So, so, like, James, like, so... Do you think at this point, like all the different characters, like Ahsoka, if they if they do get Sebastian Stan to be um, Luke Skywalker, do you right. think right now Disney's just thinking cash cow because they could do so many more spinoffs at this point? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> at, at this point, I mean they've had so many in development. Thank you, Slave One. Uh, Slave One just flew across the screen. Everybody. <laughs> all right. So did, did you say Slavery One? I, I saw you. Say That Mace Windu show is in development. Obi Wan, of course, is supposed no, to. James, still, still, no, Yeah, no, that that could still be in development. And the thing is, who, who's to say that there isn't a Grogu series out there that, that could happen pretty soon? Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine a Grogu series? Motherfucker doesn't even speak any type of English. <laughs> It'd be a kid show. Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, floating in the pod, Baby Yoda. So, so, um, like Samantha, like, let me ask you a question. Like, where do you think this season's going? Like, what is the buildup? Obviously, now the new plot point is save Grogu. You know, they they got to find a way. And the fact that Mando and Boba Fett are working together is just like a marketing. They they're going to be selling toys and stuff like that. Where do you see the season going now? Where do you think they're setting up? I think they are definitely setting up for whoever he he like was channeling. I don't know who it's going to be. I feel like from that point on, that's where we'll see where the show's going to go. Because if they do go the Ezra Bridger route, you're kind of like continuing Rebels. And I feel like they might not do that because they're supposedly supposed to be an Ahsoka spinoff. And that would make mm -hmm. sense for her arc. So mm. I honestly, I don't know where they're going to go. And I think that's what I like about it, too, is it's not very predictable and you're not really sure of which direction they're going to take. I just want to see Grand Admiral Thrawn. That's all oh my I God, want to do. Oh, my God. Wait, what is anyone? Does anyone have fan casting for Ad, for Grand Admiral Thrawn? Because I'm like, I'm kind of torn. I don't know. I actually want his voice actor to do it. Me, too. That's what I said. That's what I would Wait, who's the voice actor? Said. Who is it? Who is it's, it? Um, what's his last name? I can't oh, tell you. I can't oh, think of it. Uh, no. Mickelson or something? He's yes. Got, yes. Okay. Something Mickelson. Mickelson. It's his voice actor. I, I I love the way Benedict Cumberbatch like looks, but I he needs the voice. It's very yeah, important. Yeah. Yo, do you guys think so, I mean, the Mandalorian will have like a Game of Thrones death? A death that no of a of a main character? And he's they a that. That, that would actually put it over the top. That would I be great so. if they did. I think Boba Fett's going to die by the end of the Probably. Season. Yeah, that'll be you it. Think, you don't think I Mando's going to die? No, because they kill off every old Star Wars character that we love. Come on, man. Chewbacca's the only one living. Or Grogu? He dies? You better not kill Grogu. They just better <laughs> not kill Grogu. Samantha will go in a tirade. Like, oh, like, no, 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 <laughs> We're going to see a little din right there instead of Boba Fett. This is gonna be his ship. That's what that. So Boba's going to die. Boba's gonna. So die. you think he's gonna die this season, or do you think they're gonna try to do like a spinoff with him? Because they can actually. Could be the season. I think he'll die by the season. Yeah, by the end of the season. That would be heartbreaking, dude. Like, would be heartbreaking. We have to move on. Like that's our man. 
<laughs> we have to move on. It's Star Wars. Kill all the old people. <laughs> now, now, genocide. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, honestly. And so, I mean, at this point with the whole show, like my my whole thing is, and like we, we mentioned this weeks before, is how Dave Filoni and John Favreau, how they do such a good job of catching the essence of Star Wars. And yet again, with this episode, you see it. Like what what makes this this series so good compared to like the past three movies? Like what's the difference? What do they understand that like Rian Johnson and J.J. Abrams didn't understand? What do they get? We've heard everybody's opinion. I want to hear yours on this. You want to hear my opinion? Samantha. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, I gotta go. I thought I was important. I feel like we're finally getting things like canonized that should have been for a long time. And a lot of people disregard the, sh the TV shows and stuff. And now we're finally seeing it and things that we've asked for. And they've kind of given us things we haven't asked for in the new ones but we're not i'm not gonna touch that but yeah i just feel like they're they're giving us what we want what we what we deserve and, do you, and because george lucas really didn't have a creative say on this but it's almost like they understand this more than george did and he created it because yeah. they interviewed george he was like oh i would have killed ahsoka off like in his brain he would just as a like, matter of fact general grievous did do that but nobody wants to talk about that <laughs> wait wait what you don't remember General Grievous killing Ahsoka in, in the cinematic series? No. When? From behind, man. Put the lightsaber to her back. Shot right through her chest. Killed her. Wait, but we don't want to talk about that. I don't remember. We're going to have to look into that. Bravo, do you do is what he's saying legit? <laughs> I don't have to say anything. So, but like I said, I, I really think, again, uh, I would love it if they can actually branch the Mandalorian into movies. Like, do you guys want to see it? I mean, if movies end up existing <laughs> um, without just streaming. <laughs> You're talking out your ass, bro. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. the way the world's going right now, how all of the, you know, that's another whole podcast. Everything is going to be streaming now. But let's say a big movie project, you know, like uh, in the future. I don't want anyone else to touch it aside from uh, Favreau and Filoni at yeah. this point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. The, the other thing that to remember about series where it gives this added benefit is series nowadays with the way that streaming is, they're just very long movies nowadays. Mm -hmm. it, they're not like the series, like how we used to grow up where like people really did plan for the commercials and plan for, oh, maybe we get canceled this week or anything. Now how they're making them is just very long movies. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I think there's a much greater impact on storytelling because of that. I, I think that, you know, John Favreau and Dave Filoni have created and really respected the material to the point of people like the fans that would be talking about this building stories without too much of the crazy like fanfic self inserts that people would do. No, and Rob, you make a good point about how like these series are like, even if you guys watch the Queen's Gambit, to me, that was a long movie. That was just a really, but right. it was it was flawless as far as like the flow and everything. And like you said, I, I look at Mandalorian like this, just like an extended film, you know, and maybe that is the way that things are going to happen now, which I'm fine with, you know what I mean? Because like it's weird. And I think, you know what? I hate to say it. I think Mandalorian could be the death of movie theaters because now these people are realizing how much money and how good it can be to stream. 
So they're like, why should we put the stuff in the theaters? You know what I mean? Do, do you guys see this is actually turning? They're turning all of the old Western films into one episode. That's what they're becoming. That's all it yep. is. And, and, and the pins are already dropping. Come on, man. Warner Brothers already basically bought into streaming just a couple of days ago. So who knows exactly what's going to happen after the fact? You'll see Universal and Columbia come online. If they know that theaters aren't going to make the, the money that they used to make, it's all going to get thrown into streaming. Merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> Crazy Ned style. Streetball's the toilet paper. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, look, thank you guys for coming on tonight. <clears throat> Samantha, thank you for being here. James, always respect. Bravo. Your beard, your beard. Um, and uh, Jorge at the controls. Guys, party nerds, we're looking forward to more Mandalorian this month, but uh, y'all take it easy. Party nerds. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, floating in the pod, Baby Yoda.